Guten Tag, and welcome to another quality content module freshly ground by Small Beans, where ideas are always percolating. If you enjoy this pod, please consider joining our community over at patreon.com slash smallbeans, where only three bucks a month gets you access to double the content, including Patreon-exclusive series like Spielboys and Star Trek The Next Futurama, plus bonus episodes of your SB favorites. Much love, and enjoy the thing. Lights, camera, action! We're shooting threes, just SMB. We're gonna watch and review film trilogies. It's all for laughs, so just sit back. We're gonna drop hella dimes on this podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Shooting Threes, where me and my co-host, Bridget Greenberg, we're talking about movie trilogies, watching them as a whole. We just wrapped up How to Train Your Dragon. And on the very opposite spectrum <laughs> of How to Train Your Dragon, yeah. we are super excited to share with you all that we are covering Park Chan-woo's Vengeance Trilogy. Yeah, very different. You never know what to expect next. No cutie pies in this one. I mean... The girl's cute. The girl is cute. Um, No cutesy... No. Little moments of... Ooing and oing. No, let me tell you, it's not um, uh, kid friendly. I guess it's not. No, uh, I don't even know if it was friendly for me. If I'm being completely honest. Um, so the Vengeance trilogy, a little bit of background. It's not an official trilogy. Trilogy, like yeah. we've covered in the past. Um, in the past, we've done trilogies that are like plot. Movie A feeds to movie B, moves yeah. to movie C. It is plot. It is character arcs. This is more of like. A genre, a theme trilogy. And the theme being vengeance. Yes. So we are starting with the first film of this trilogy called Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Yes. 2002's Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Yes. It um it won. I feel like it was oh, I have notes here. Um the actually when I was looking up like some of the background of this movie, so to like no surprise, this is, was like uh, Tarantino like loved this sure. film. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was kind of instrumental in like bringing it to American audiences, playing right. at the New Bev, his theater. Well, also, I mean, the the most famous movie of this trilogy is the second installment of it, Old Boy. Yes, and I think Old Boy blew up so much in the states uh, that a lot of people ended up going back and watching it. You know, starting back with this movie. So when I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes, a lot of the reviews from for, were for this 2002 movie were from like 2005 and on. Oh, that's interesting. I yeah. didn't catch that. I did see that it originally like the aggregate score for this movie is yeah. only 56%. This, I was super surprised at the Rotten Tomatoes because this feels that's like- That's crazy. This feels like, and again, this is kind of assuming that you haven't seen Old Boy. Uh, I would have assumed- without having seen Old Boy, that the audience score would have been super low and the critic score would have been super high. And it is the opposite. Because this movie is uh, kind of slow. Uh, I suppose it is. I I think just like the pace and and the the rate at which like main plot points happen, there's a there's a lot. I mean, it's a long movie. It's all it's two and a half hours. Yeah. And there's a lot of like very long. Like it's a little artsy for a revenge movie and so i thought that would have pushed the critic score higher and the audience score lower 
Yeah. But uh, it was the opposite. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, I just think, like, I don't know, maybe this was, like, post 9-11, we didn't want to see shit like this in movies or, like, they, yeah. what the critics' point of view was on this. I think it's confidently made. I, I, you know, I wasn't expecting, like, 100%, but I certainly not 50 yeah. fucking six. And I, yeah, and I do think um, it's very different from old boy so if you came if you came in expecting old boy like i think a lot of the american audience did Mm. it's very differently paced yeah very differently paced um this movie is slow uh it's really slow there's a lot of kind of meandering scenes yeah and i think like especially in the first half of the movie you know they do get through the plot but it's kind of quiet like they don't make a big to-do about things. We were talking about this before we started recording, <laughs> yeah. but like things were happening. It's like, oh, okay. I thought yeah. they were going to make a big deal of that. Yeah. But no, it, it just happened and that is what it is. And now yeah. we're moving on to the next part of the film. There And there's no soundtrack to it. There's almost no, no. score in this. No. The score is almost entirely people crying or screaming. Yeah. Very there's unnerving. Very unnerving. There is a... Uh, my boyfriend was upstairs. He he knows what these movies are, but mm. when he was like, he's like, are you just watching people cry? He came downstairs and was like, are you just watching <laughs> people crying on loop? And then he realized what I was watching and he was like, oh yeah, this is people crying. Like, no, this is Too yeah. Fast, Too Furious. Do you yeah. not remember that <laughs> this, this is, movie? Well, you talked about this. These are my podcasts. Why exactly. You know yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess that's like really all the background you need. This is also a Korean film, and Bridget and I have absolutely no experience or background with this language. So, so, so sorry about. We, we did our best to do a little pronunciation guide prior, but um, we're, we're gonna have to give it to God on this one. And and thank you to all, everyone who participated in this film. Great performances. Incredible. I mean, it has to be great performances because it, it is does. all them. It's. The performances are so intense. The the demands on the actors, just based on the story, Jesus. Are, are heavy. The stakes of this movie could not be higher, could not be heavier, and could not be more uh, devastating. Uh, and these performances don't take you out of it for a minute. They are so um, good and I can't imagine as an actor. It's, I mean, our, our main character, Ryu, is uh is is mute and deaf yeah uh and he is an emotional center of this movie without saying anything or mm-hmm. being able to hear people um yeah fun little factoid i found in some just light research this is the first film in history to have a sex scene where the characters are signing with one another yeah i yeah i mean i don't know how many more movies that would that, happen in, but that's pretty fucking rock and roll. Does that happen in Coda? I didn't see Coda. I, I, that's about children of deaf adults, so I don't know if um, a sex scene would qualify that film, but <laughs> okay. I also didn't see it, so I don't uh, know. Yeah, that was a weir- in the beginning where they're fucking and all the people that live like in the apartment between... Those, those, I want a movie about those four dudes in that little railroad apartment, I guess. I didn't, there are some very Lynchian kind of elements to this movie. Uh, Dark, I think we can say. Dark, but there are some just like strange non sequitur pieces. Like almost absurd. Yeah. Um, 
that that pop up a lot and those four dudes uh just cranking it just yeah cranking it behind each other like in a massage line yeah but it's because they think oh she's having an orgasm but no no she's, she's crying in, in yeah pain. she's in pain yeah yeah and then they're they cut to them one other time and they're like listening to a radio yeah it's <laughs> these guys need a job yeah Get a job. Get a job in a bigger neighborhood. You can get a bigger apartment, maybe. Um, I don't know. Bridget, you're going to have to lead the way uh, plot wise because yeah. I watched this movie last month. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I, I also, I don't know about you, but I watched it in the middle of the day and it would still was like, with the light outside and birds chirping, I was still no, like I, enthralled. I did have to watch this movie in two sittings. Uh, Fair enough. It, it is long and, um, yeah, again, the beginning, the, the, events of this movie are kind of drawn out where uh i watched it too late and i was like there's a lot of silence yeah in between yeah. uh scenes and by silence i mean crying uh to <laughs> yeah like three minute scenes of people just wailing in the background uh but uh yeah so want to dive in let's dive in um so we open this movie we have this uh deaf mute factory is that the mute is i believe so yeah okay i uh, think because he cannot hear he cannot speak by extension of that i think sure. that's okay i think that's the bag um yeah he is this deaf mute factory worker is uh seemingly his sister who he lives with and and takes care of him um needs a kidney transplant or she is gonna die we see her in immense pain screaming on the floor um, he, and they need, I think, 10,000 won. Uh, yes. And I did do some math. No. Oh, um, hit us in, with the math. In today's money, 10 million won is $8,053.03. That's a chunk of change. So that's a decent amount that's of money. That's for a kidney transplant. Yep. Um, he gets, if she needs this to survive, uh, he you know untimely fashion gets laid off from uh from his job at the factory and uh resort and you know hears about this black market organ market uh and decides that's how he's going to get uh money from his, for his sister's kidney they demand 10 million won it's all he has he gives it to them um they end up stealing his kidney and running yeah. Um, mind you, this all takes place within like 30 minutes. This is, yeah, this it is, is like... a very stretched out movie. It took me a while to get. I, I ended up liking the movie. I think it's an, a movie that when it ends, you're like, shit, that's going to stick with you. But as you're watching it, I felt like, let's keep this train moving. Yeah, I guess because I watched it like in the middle of the day, I was kind of like, buckled in for a bit of a slow burn yeah um i think for me like talking about the pacing of the film this is like one of the first moments where as i was watching the movie i kept thinking like oh so this is gonna be what the movie's right. about the it's movie gonna be takes... about him giving getting this kidney and now he's like stuck with this underground it is situation but then like it just happens and it's like oh there is like four... moving on yeah there are like four movies in one yes here. and i kept thinking Okay, now is going to be the time where it becomes the Vengeance trilogy. Like, I kept waiting for big action scenes, and that yeah. is not the right... My, that's not what this movie is. Yes. Um, I kept thinking 
what I've seen from Old Boy, and that's not that's not this movie. Yeah, not to like compare it to another Korean movie for the sake of comparing Korean movies, but um, I did say like it is kind of like Parasite in the way where. It's almost like it's two movies where you're yeah. just like, okay, yeah, I get it now. Like, I understand what we're doing here and cool. And this is the movie. And then, oh. No, I mean that. Okay, that now is, this is the movie. And then, oh, this is the movie. From the South Korean movies I've seen, like, they, they do take their time setting up plots that that turn and become different movies. Like, there, there are... In a lot of Korean movies that I've noticed, like several different movies happening. Yeah, good time also to get to know the characters and have yeah. a reason to root for them. Because that's something that bugs me when I see a movie. It's like, I get out of the movie and it's like, okay, but I never gave a fuck about yeah. any of these characters. No, like, yeah. who are they? Why should I give a shit? What about them makes them sympathetic? Yeah. And then here we're like, Ryu, obviously, like right out of the gate, you know. We yeah. know what that's like to have medical bills that you can't pay and no, they, they to struggle and you know, there's there's a lot to root for yeah. just in the first few minutes of the movie. They set up the stakes very quickly, like these very high stakes very yeah. quickly that keep like the, the bar is set so high and it keeps raising in ways that um you do not see coming. Yeah. And as a viewer watching this movie for the first time, you're like what what is going on there are these long sequences where i think one thing's yeah, I happening trying to figure it out and then it turns into a completely different movie which again makes it like as a first time viewer kind of a drawn out watch but at the end you're left with a lot to yeah think about i said that recently somebody we know is about to watch the godfather part two for the first time oh what and i watched i sat down i That's committed a- three and a half hours to the full director's cut, the whole nine. I said I had to turn my phone off and put it in my bathroom and shut the door. Like I literally had to like eliminate distractions. Yeah, you need to be locked. That's another movie where you're watching and you're like, oh, Christ almighty, this is an hour of just like what? Yeah. But then by the end of it, you come to appreciate like, oh, wow, that was like a a whole journey experience. Yeah, Yeah. like a 12 course meal. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, so so yeah, he basically Ryu gets fucked. He gets yes. his kidney stolen, his his money stolen. Um, the doctor basically calls him the next day and uh, says like, "Oh, we have a kidney match for you, but we need this money." And he just spent all his money. Yeah, uh, and is down a kidney. Boy, isn't that a little bit of a foreshadow of how this movie's gonna go? Yeah. Like. You know, it's like, oh, God damn it. Oh, wait, everything's working. But, oh, no, it's not. Oh, oh no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he, Ryu has this um, cool ass, I get anarchist girlfriend. Yes. Who played they- by uh, Beiduna Young. I think the girlfriend's name is Micha. Yes. And I just want to point out, if you've seen The Host... She's the archer in that movie. She's also in Sense8, which I haven't seen, but no. the Wachowskis. So yeah. want to bring... She's she's great. She's around. Yeah, she, she's yeah. around. Um, So, yeah, she, he has this anarchist girlfriend who they kind of start talking about, you know, ways they could save his sister. And, and one of the things that she comes up with is they should kidnap his boss or his former boss's uh, kid. And uh, they kind of quickly realize 
that that's too obvious to trace back to him. Yeah. It gets a little kind of, I got I got lost a little this bit. This is here. I got a little bit choppy here the, too. This is definitely where and I think it's always helpful if you watch a a, a foreign language film to go back and read the plot cuz there are things that happen where you just like kind of miss these little transitional moments right in the translation. But uh Ultimately, they decide the better route to take is not kidnap his former boss's child, but kidnap his former boss's friend's daughter, who is also a part owner of the factory. Which, I guess I could have looked this up. I don't know much about this happening in Korea, but I feel like that's like a thing in other countries that's like, it's kind of like as as common as like bribing the police. We're like, oh, it's just like a light kidnapping. Yeah, we're it's like a light kidnap. It's nothing, a, nothing like weird and sexual. It, we just want the money. It yeah, it's just a yeah, just to send a quick ransom note. You know, just it's not, quick. No one's gonna get hurt. Uh, well, you know, everyone's yeah. gonna get treated well. Exactly. Uh, just, just a know, light kidnapping. Just just take an eight year old away from their parents for a couple days. Foolproof plan. Foolproof plan. Um, obviously. Uh, so they success. They they. This is. Also a little confusing. and I, I don't know how they kidnapped her. I don't. Her. They don't. <laughs> this was, yeah, I think this is another like kind of because when they're at- cultural filmmaking difference where I feel like in, a, in an American movie, you would, this movie would mostly probably be about the kidnapping. Yeah, um, that's what I thought. And the consequences of, and that's kind of where you think this is all going to go. But uh, they show them. At a park, right? They well yeah they show them uh they show the father coming out of the bathroom and Ryu puts a bag over his head and oh, like yes leaves him ties him up somewhere and then all of a sudden he has his daughter yeah which that also the image of him taped to that pole yeah later when he's just screaming for help that's also like oh my uh, God. yeah yeah Damn. a lot of really tough- visceral visceral tough images yeah but i guess like the kidnapping like again this might be a cultural difference but maybe it's as simple as like hey like you know your parents hired us to take care of you yeah well that would be staying with us i think that's a lie that they told her right yeah and i and also the sister so yes his definitely so ryu's sister is not told of this plan um and basically Ryu all of a sudden has this little girl and he lives with the sister and I I missed this part because this was also confusing to me. I guess he just tells the sister I'm babysitting this kid for a couple days. Yeah. Um and she. But like, also maybe not even cultural. I mean that could be like rich people shit too. Like I mean y- you know you hear about like kids growing up with like their nannies and like kind well, of being passed around in that way. Yeah, cultural in that like I didn't. I, or maybe I just like blinked and missed it. I didn't see. Or that it's part. cultural difference in that like you and I didn't grow up like that. So no, like yeah, but I, definitely like I have been around like super wealthy people, and yeah, you'd be amazed at like how comfortable the kids are just like walking up and talking anybody. to anybody and just like yeah, we can hang out. It's like um yeah. I mean, I I think wow, more just because like that. yeah, Ryu doesn't seem like the guy who took babysitting jobs before this. No, but the his sister seems very maternal. Yes. They seem to click right away. Yeah, which is kind of one of oh god. Yeah. Oh, so the yeah. so they're hanging out. That little girl like takes to Ryu. They start watching TV together. Um I think they asked for twenty six million won. Yeah. Okay, good, because I had written <laughs> I was like, I have this number. I don't I don't which remember the in, exact number, but I'm gonna say yeah and just go along yes, with Yes, because this I mean, this was my big question. Like, what what how much is that? Um so twenty six million won is twenty thousand dollar 
no, let me read this properly. $20,937.87. So it's enough for the operation and then like, oh, you know, oh. I mean, you're going to ask I mean, for there's the return be... of the safe return of someone's daughter. Like you can crank that. You number. Can, uh. Yeah. There, there's some, uh, yeah. Inflate y- it. Fuck it. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you can put some, you know. Also seemingly, I mean, if he's rich, what's $20,000? I mean, I don't really think that's like, round that's like to- a month's worth of salary for this guy. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, it's not nothing, but it's not nothing compared yeah. to the life of your child. Yeah, and I'm sure you know kidney transplant. Then there's hospital. I don't know how the Korean health care I mean, system just recovery. Works, also, he's out of work. He's out of work. They need so, groceries. Rent, yeah. uh, take care of his sister after the surgery. Anyway, they're they're hanging out with this girl and this little girl. She's adorable. Um, she seems perfectly happy. Everything's working out so well. Everything's going great. Um, I'm having a blast. I'm watching the movie like, this is great. <laughs> what a good time. They're a little rough around the edges, and sure, it's unethical, but no one's hurt. At the Everyone's no, going to live. I mean, well, I guess we'll, I guess we'll talk about this later once we get to the end of the plot of this movie. Yeah. But uh, they're, Ryu and this little girl are, he's out with, um, no, right, the, the little girl isn't there, but uh, Ryu's you know out hanging with his girlfriend they're they're making plans to get the money from this guy he comes back to his house his sister has in one of the more devastating sequences of this film uh his sister has found some of his i i don't know exactly what she found was it not the ransom note it was a ransom note uh found the ransom note caught on to the plan and why they are doing this for her out of guilt she kills herself yeah while the little girl is in the house uh she doesn't seem to notice until ryu comes home and well they have such a sweet scene ryu and this little girl like watching tv hanging out yeah and she kills herself in the bathroom so i assume the bathroom is closed and he yeah yeah and what did her notes say it was something so like it, I, I oh. couldn't remember exactly what it said, but it was the effect oh, of I like, I wrote it down. you kidnapped this little girl. How could you? Yeah. And like, that's I, the end of it. Devin, like his sister died because and mad at him. Yeah. Um, Like a true broken heart. And yeah, um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm not Korean. I am Japanese. I would assume it, it might be a similar beat here, but shame in the yeah. Japanese community is... Yeah, you. There's a high suicide rate. It's unfortunately like pretty ingrained in the culture. I think in recent generations, people are trying to like turn that around. Of course, because it's yeah, it's just awful. But um, that's what I got the vibe. It wasn't even necessarily guilt because she didn't do anything wrong. I mean, I think that's in any culture. Uh, uh, true, true. But I think especially <laughs> trust like, me, shame and guilt play uh, quite a role in Jewish communities. <laughs> definitely, but like shame to the point of I can't even live with myself because I cannot continue living my life even with this new kid even even with everything working out i could not live with right. this knowledge for more, the rest yeah, of my life it, it becomes clear that more than um she doesn't want to be and this is certainly part of it but but the bigger point not just being like a burden to him that he has to resort to this thing because of her it's more that she couldn't live with herself finding out that That's he it. did this yeah um and and she is complicit yeah i mean even though like she's not really um she probably takes that full responsibility yeah. because she was the number one caretaker of this girl yeah yeah no he Ryu like almost dumps this girl on her i mean it doesn't really do- she his sister 
unlike him, is a very nurturing, sweet totally. um, person. Ryu and his girlfriend are a little more rough around the edges. Yeah. Uh, seem a little more beaten down, but his sister, despite all the pain she's in, seems like a very like sunshiny kind of she person. She is pure, like she yeah. truly is innocent. She is, and she's like the first. Well, not the first, but like, uh, because there's that dude who, uh, kills himself. Oh, that's right, who killed himself in front of that guy. We kind of skipped over that part, but that yeah. is also kind of like a the carry the carry the canary in the coal mine of like this things to gonna... come, which talking about shame can you yeah that happens yeah that happens first sorry i i forgot because, the order because the ryu and his girlfriend sees that happening right and he has like the bodyguards and shit and it's right. like oh yeah we can't kidnap this guy's daughter right but she's got the friend right. with this her is the boss's daughter and then, yeah yeah but then even you know this man is laid off he 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 self he kills himself and hurts himself Mm -hmm. it's out of shame because he no longer can provide for his family and that scene is awful to watch yeah again kind of like the you know yeah it's gonna get here i you know i i say the movie's slow but in between those scenes there's some very I, i did not you're saying slow i just thought it was like it wasn't. It wasn't fast. I just thought. It, I thought of it more as like a slow burn. It's a slow burn because you have these kind of very. They're long scenes. Like the scenes don't cut. Like they a lot of like placing the camera in front of actors and then just, just let letting them play out. And I and I think probably the lack of soundtrack makes it feel you hear less the silence. Per- yeah. Yeah. Feel less propulsive. But when when these big plot points do happen, they are haunting yep they really stick with you very visceral imagery in this movie that is hard to forget yeah and uh i was telling you earlier but like when the reveal of like what the sister has done Uh i had just been watching the movie like silent paying attention you know just regular watching a movie i literally could not say could not stop saying no 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 (laughs) no and i i felt so much tension had built inside of my body at that point right. that I literally had to vocally release some of the tension. Yeah. This is actually just like as a side note, one of the reasons why I don't like turbulence on planes is because planes are kind of a quiet place. Yeah. And when I'm a little bit stressed out or a little bit anxious, it actually helps me to like vocalize sure. some of that. But I can't be on a plane during some turbulence like, uh, whoa, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, it's really happening. Yeah. Wow, that was a big one. You know, because that's like people are sleeping. Yeah. Um, But definitely in this moment, it was like, I'm alone. Yeah. I can just be loud. I need to vocally yeah. release some well, air that has just been also, built inside of me. Like I was talking about, we see, you know, Ryu and his girlfriend, the scene before, kind of plotting. He comes back. They have this. She's watching cartoons. He tries to switch it to baseball. Uh, he ends up lying down. She sits on top of him in a very, like, playful, cute way. And they get, like, yeah. comfortable having this nice moment. And it's, like, a long moment. Yeah. It's a long, pretty silent I literally movement. was watching that Foolish Me. And I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe, one, this plan is working. Right. And, and then, two, like, it's going to be okay. Like, she's happy and okay. And he'll get the money and I think I was always expecting something to happen to Ryu or his girlfriend. Yeah. And then when it was the sister and it was self-inflicted and it came from this place of how could you? 
so shocking. I did. Wow. You screamed. I had maybe the deepest, most guttural gasp I've ever done in my life. It was truly like it came, like all like of the, all of the air it, went inside you. Yeah, just all the air in the room, just awful. Imagine um, seeing this in a movie theater. Yeah, like when it's like especially I, when I you're don't like know. really engulfed yeah. with the big screen and people around you. Wow, yeah, I, I lost my mind. I think I definitely, you know, if it comes to theaters, I'd be like, watch it at home. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Watch it at home. Uh, this is a movie you, it, uh, that you should, I don't know, no movie is made, or at this point is made in 2002, is made to be not watched, to be made watched at home, but. It's certainly, yeah, this is just, um, yeah, if, if you, um, definitely experiencing this movie for the first time in theaters would be like, you need to know. Yeah. You're about to sit down and watch something, because I, I, I don't know. I knew it was going to get violent, but I hadn't accounted for like the darkness. Yeah. And I thought the violence would be like, oh, people like beating up on each other and like right, gang like, members would be involved. Like and John shady Wick characters. violence where you're like, oh, that's it's intense. But really what you're watching is choreography more than anything. Yeah. Um, That's not this. You are watching violence and all of its consequences. It's definitely a movie of about, consequences. It's definitely a movie about consequences. But yeah, you see this devastating scene where, yeah, Ryu's girl uh, sister has killed herself, and now he is taking her to this countryside place. I guess in in uh, I didn't. I don't know where I, they are. I didn't, I, I didn't put this together in plot synopsis. It says like a a place they went to as children. Oh, I they they had, I think doesn't the movie Did they mention open them? there? Yes. I'm almost positive the movie kind of starts with the prologue of the two of them there. Yes, kind of yes, talking yes. About you're like absolutely right. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. So he goes to bury her at this river that they went to and played at as children. Just when you think it really just cannot um, get worse. Yeah, in, in maybe the toughest, the sequence of events is so fucking tough. Um <laughs> God damn, I like am having a hard time recapping I, it. You don't want to say it out loud. Because um, it's so dark. It's so hard to be like, yep, that's what we watched. And, and we're going to discuss it on this fun movie podcast. I, yeah, Jesus H. Um, I mean, it, it's not going to get easier just for it's the record. It's not going to get easier. It does not get easier at any point. Uh, so many of you wanted us to do this. And why? I know. This actually, I did see. I mean, it's see, great. It's a good movie. The, yeah. Um, so I, I'll take on the burden of this because you had to do the last one. So... <laughs> He is giving his sister, like, this burial. He's covering her with rocks. You know, I don't know if it's, like, literally tradition or it's it, – it looks like ceremony, either a ceremony he's making up in real time or something pre-existing. Um, the girl, Yusun, that they've kidnapped, mm -hmm. she's in the back of the car. By the way, like, this dead body's in this car. This girl's in there. It's like, Oh, my God. The scene of them driving out, I think even uh. more than – I mean, it was kind of just like injury upon injury, which is what this movie is. But like <laughs> the drive out where, uh, again, the soundtrack of this movie is truly different people crying. Yeah. Because she is in his sister. His sister's dead body is in the backseat. This little girl is with him. And in this long scenic shot of them driving down the beautiful Korean countryside, uh, this little girl is just crying in the back, and it is heartbreaking to see. Yeah, and he can't even really effectively communicate to her like what's, what's going, going on. on. She's been so happy up until this point. Yeah, you know what 
little it seems like she doesn't even realize is a dark situation and now is just she has no idea she's been kidnapped yeah and is just sobbing in the back seat in a way that is so heartbreaking yeah for like this two minute sequence of driving uh so he's burying his sister his back is turned to the river to the car again he can't hear yeah so he's and he's in terrible morning. I mean, even if he could, could it be focused on literally anything else? Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Did some guy approach the there, car? There is some. Oh, there. Yes. This is, okay. Actually, this is another kind of like Lynchian element where there is someone living at the river. He has cerebral palsy. palsy cere- yes. And I'm under the impression that this is maybe someone who is homeless and because yeah. of his disability, he's really not able to take care of himself. Right. So these are the circumstances he finds yeah, himself he, he, in. He seems to live by this river. Yes. Um, um, he approaches the car, just probably just out of pure curiosity. Yeah. Um, she, stranger danger. Yeah, there's a- Frightened yeah. by this man. Um, she starts to run across a bridge towards Ryu trying to scream and yell and, and get his attention. Um, I don't know if she fully understands that he literally cannot hear her or if she's just, you know, trying to do anything. Or if to she's get just her. a child she's and like, doesn't out. know. Yeah, yeah she's, she's just freaked out. And as she's running across the bridge, I was like, Oh my God, I know what is about to go down. I was, I was so trying to hope that anything else happened. In you this know, moment. After the sister killed herself, I was like, yeah, if if a bomb fell on somebody in this movie, I now am prepared for anything because that really yeah. swept me off my feet. My brain did I, not want to go there, so I was just even more. No, like, I, the whole time I was like, no, 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 and I like wasn't per. I still wasn't. I was prepared, but I still was shocked by what happened, which is great filmmaking. Yeah, so she, um, in running across the bridge, slips. Bridge gives way. We're not entirely sure. Yeah, they we don't, don't necessarily we don't show see, this beat yeah. for beat. But we do see in the background of Ryu burying his sister, splashing. She's fallen into the river. She can't swim. She's trying to get his attention. Oh, my God. Of course, he just has no idea that this is happening. And the next time we see poor Yusun, she yeah. has drowned. And yeah. is... It's it's a it's, floating on top of the river. It's it's truly a horrible image. Um, Ryu, so uh, affecting. That is that is maybe like that, just that still shot of her. That still shot is in my brain forever. That and and his sister in the bathtub is like those two shots. Those two yeah. images are in my brain forever now. But you know, it's a moment. But they don't really make a meal of no. it. It's no. enough to see it even for a glimpse. You never forget what that no, looks like. No, and that, there's a there's a real subtlety to this movie that that I think makes it so haunting and so affecting is that these moments of like true horror and tragedy are played in such simple shots. Um you know, like from just there's one shot of her in the river. It's just her in the bathtub. Yeah. You know, there's no blood. You don't really see anything. Um, it's not like a torture porn. It's no. not. Let's yeah. I, like it all happens in real time. No, even and like, unfortunately, and like when he that, gets his kidney stolen, if we remember that, where this yeah, he blacks starts, out. He comes back and he, it's, it's and gone. It's just like there's a scar there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And there, you know, like the the it's interesting. I mean, the real 
sting of it all, I think, is played in, like, the silence of the movie. Yep. And that you just hear crying, you just hear screaming, you hear, or you hear pretty much silence. Yeah, the human experience is enough, though, right? I mean... Death is enough. Like, you don't need to really make a a thing of that. It's like, no. It's not a, it's not a gory movie. Uh, There, there are elements of it, like, there's an autopsy that they... Sure. uh, Linger on that's, that's tough to watch, but, like... Yeah, it's just so simple and it's so effective and I cannot shake it. Yeah. Again, I saw this a month ago and I'm like, I was like, I don't know. I might be a little bit plot weird, but as we're talking, I'm like, oh no, I remember every fucking second of this movie. Yeah. So I, I can't remember if Ryu is like walking back to the car when he realizes or. I think she, she floats up onto the bank where she, where he is, mm. but now he has to bury a second potty. Yes. At that place. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, as all this is going on, we do see, uh, Yusun's father, played by Song Kao. Yes. Mr. Park We've is, seen, yeah. uh, Yusun's father. Song Kao, you know him from every movie uh, yeah. that has ever been made in Korea. Yeah. Um, you know, I would love for him to, he just needs to make like one American movie to win an Oscar. But talk I mean, about he, somebody who I think really should be recognized for really his contribution. He should have been nominated for, for Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. It's crazy that none of them, like, it, it's maddening that none of them were nominated. Because, like, that... It's it's racist. It's it's Academy members didn't want to learn those names. Yeah. Academy members didn't really make any kind of conscious effort to recognize them as individuals. This man is uh, so good. He carries so much emotion in his face. He's got a great fucking face. He's got such an expressive... He wears... Um, pain on his face like guilt, no and guilt because guilt is really where we find mr park he yeah. is like destroyed i'm under the impression he and his wife are separated yeah we don't really see her um and he is really feeling the yeah. weight of i cannot believe i let my daughter yeah get away that's the impression i got that it's not just like oh my god this guy you know this is all unsaid, but you, yeah, you see it in the performance. Completely. Yeah, and again, like he just wears that. Yeah, so well. Yeah, the devastation. You know, it's so funny. I wouldn't necessarily describe him as having an expressive face, but it's very readable. Yes, it doesn't take much for him to like. Yeah, wow, I really understand where your character is coming from. Yeah, the the emotion is is yeah palpable. Is just yeah, there. a great on camera actor. Yeah, he really like in the Western world. This man needs some kind of laurel, like. Yeah. Soon, because he's really he, yeah, he's a globally a, he's recognized a, and extremely talented actor. Yeah. Um, uh, so Mr. Park. Yeah, we kind of just cut. We see we see this his daughter's dead, and then we just kind of cut to a couple weeks later, and news has got back to him. Is Semi- it a couple weeks? or I think it's two weeks. We, okay. Later, we, we pick up with them. That and, they had found her body. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it does. These are like the little transitional moments that the movie is not that concerned about mm. that maybe. And again, that I think maybe is a cultural thing that like as an American viewer, I'm kind of used to seeing like. The, they really like, hold your hand and new, spell it out because yeah, you're an news idiot. Travel and yeah. Stuff, but like, I didn't need it. Like we just cut. It's a little while later. He finds out everything that happens. Um, he's destroyed. I mean, he's yeah. like really talk about guilt and shame. I mean, he is. Yeah. It, and that I think is such a smart choice. Like, it's not fear, and it's not necessarily like, oh my god, what could they be doing to her? Blah blah blah. It's more like I can't believe under my watch I let my daughter 
yeah. get kidnapped. It's very like he is blaming he he takes the full responsibility yeah. for what has happened. And then in death, I think he I mean, that continues, but we already see that he's like, Okay, I'm ready to find the fucking person who did this now and right. it's over. Keep right. in mind the movie is called Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Vengeance. He is the titular. Mi- yeah. Mr. Vengeance. So this is now the third movie. Yes, which, by the way, the Korean title of this film directly translates to Vengeance is Mine, which I really like that. Oh, that's Because actually, and this is kind of interesting, too. Well, because there's so many people are thinking they're getting... Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah. Because even, like, we... Ryu is going to have a moment of vengeance later. Ryu still is going... Like, now we're in the vengeance part. Yeah, and actually, when it was, like, Mr. Park, especially talking to the detectives and recovering whatever... Yeah, this actually the the time in the movie where I was like, actually, fuck Ryu. Like, yeah, yeah actually, yes, g- g- him and his girlfriend. I'm sorry, fuck them. Like, well, we, they, they yeah. you know, I get it. They did what they had to do. But like, Jesus Christ, well, now it's at the cost of two lives. I mean, I think this is like a, a major quote from this movie that comes at the end. We haven't gotten to this part yet, but I, <laughs> we've been circling. It's so, as we're recapping the movie, I'm realizing like, yeah, this is, that whole line sums up this whole movie where um uh mr park says uh uh i can see you're a good man that's why i have to kill you yeah and i still have to kill you uh something to that effect i'm paraphrasing there but that is the whole movie like all these people are i mean anybody could be mr either you yeah actions have consequences is the theme of this film both ryu and you know and the father both could be mr vengeance um and it doesn't serve anybody in the end. Yeah. Um, um, actually, I was talking about the moment where I was like, oh, yeah, actually, fuck Ryu a little bit. Um, it, it wasn't necessarily the detective. I mean, I was definitely feeling for Mr. Park. Again, Sang Hye was just like so yeah. easy to be on his side. Um, it was the funeral. Yu Sun's funeral. Yeah. Her mother is, I mean, collapsing. Uh, yeah. How the fuck can you possibly? Another another add to the crying soundtrack of this silent crying yes and soundtrack. Ryu has gone to the funeral yeah. just kind of on the outskirts to pay his respects and actually when I saw him there I was like oh fuck you like sorry I, I'm on your team you're like a little bit the protagonist of this film but like yeah don't go to the fucking memorial service no. like please <laughs> you're the reason she's dead I'm sorry it was an accident but ultimately this chain of events started when this- you and your girlfriend yeah did this thing yeah um, but yeah, so now the movie becomes kind of the third third movie of yeah. this of this single movie. Yes. Um, where yeah, we watch Mr. Park and this detective kind of trace back what happens. Ooh, when they're in the sister's apartment and yeah. Mr. Park has the photo that the oh, that they yeah. had taken of you son to prove like she's alive. Yeah. And he puts it up with the wallpaper, it's like, oh fuck. Yeah. Because like imagine that's you you know it's like yeah. oh god you you motherfuckers i yeah. know you were here so now every everybody's kind of going scorched earth like yeah. Ryu is trying to track down the people who stole his kidney stole his kidney because also yeah had that sequence of sequence of events none not of this would have happened yeah, absolutely. Um, and it mis- seems like everyone's trying to go back to the beginning to like start a new chain of events that would lead to somebody feeling some kind of justice yeah and yeah it, it's all a moot point yeah um but yeah so we see that uh mr park and the detective are trying to find out who did this they trace it back 
to his girlfriend, who is part of this um, anarchist organization, as she says, uh, in a bit of comedy that I, I might have missed. But when I was reading the plot synopsis, she is the only member of her anarchist group. Okay, I wasn't sure. So I think we could just cut ahead to he finds her apartment. He breaks in under the guise of being like a food delivery service. Yeah. Um, tortures her real fucking good. Oh my god! So the detective uh sets up this torture plan to try to get uh, Maria. Was call. the detective involved, or was Mister Park going rogue? Oh, uh, was it? I was it Mister Park. I thought it was a different person, but no, it's Mister Park that does it's the Mr. torturing. Park. Okay, definitely. It is. I, you're, I, you're right. I was under the impression again. I I watched this like last month, but I was under the impression that like he had some kind of like PI. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or like he was working the detective, and he was kind of like piecing things out on his own. And yeah, I no, he for... goes rogue. But there's there's another. He has an accomplice who's That's torturing right. his girlfriend. Oh, I thought it. I thought it was, was Mister Park. Okay, I'm so sorry. Maybe I'm getting confused. One of us is right. Um, I can do a little wiki. I the... thought I just thought it was Mister Park because the way she is tortured no. is so violent. It's like this is personal. No, because he's doing. I thought it was a different... I could have sworn it was a different person. The dude who licks her ears? That torture scene is just nuts. Uh, uh, whoever it is. Uh, I'm now... I'm looking this up. I, this is killing me. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it breaks into the girlfriend's apartment. Um, ties her to... When she comes in, ties her to a chair. Um, and hooks up these... Uh, they look like what you would jump a car with. Uh, to her ears... Connects it to a stereo, I believe, and uh, just electrocutes her to death in uh, one of the most okay, visceral. It is Mr. Park. It is Mr. Park. Okay. Meanwhile, Dong Jin, this is the other thing too. So, you know, in Korean names, the first name is the family name. Yes. Okay. So, Wikipedia is going by their first names. But I know the character so well as Mr. Park that I'm like, who's Dong Jin? It's Park Dong Jin. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, tortures her electricity. Also killing the delivery man who comes to her apartment. Okay, we don't have to get into like the how she's tortured. It's it's pretty, pretty graphic. Okay, so what I was going to bring up is that she says, you know, I have this anarchist terrorist group and they'll, cu- they'll they're find gonna, you. They're going to find Okay, I genuinely thought in that moment, oh, she's just full of shit. She's just saying this to try to keep herself alive and to seem like a threat and like she's doing everything she can to survive this moment. I think so there is a group that she is trying to start that she is the only member of, but she is also part of a separate terrorist group. I think there's like... I I just thought everything she was saying was a fucking lie. I I thought it was a lie too, but then in the end... Yeah. uh, We can get there. So... Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Park is just... He fucks her shit up to death. It's uh, that torture scene with the he's electrocution. eating too. Like he's like, with the electrocution. You think it's going to end and it does not end. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he electrocutes her to death in like a pretty brutal fashion. Um, and yeah, it- but notice how with her, he has to put a blank. Like he can't even look at yeah. the full extent of what he's doing to her, which I yeah. think is interesting that like he still has that bit of humanity. Yeah. But of course his daughter has been brutally killed in his mind yeah has been brutally killed and like god only knows what yeah he has to assume the worst yeah um but he's still i think because she's a woman too it's like uh, listen yeah. i'm about to fucking fuck your shit it's up but be... i can't watch like the light leave yeah. your eyes um i also thought it was a sound thing oh to muffle the screaming yeah i guess that makes sense too yeah um but it doesn't really because you hear it um oh yeah 
Um, so she's brutally tortured to yeah. death. I think meanwhile, Ryu is tracking down this the, underground the, black market, whatever. Yeah. He manages to find them. They are fucking disgusting. Yeah. This is the part of the movie where Ryu is Mr. Vengeance. Yeah. Ryu finds these organ dealers. Uh, they have a dead body on the table that one of them is about to fuck while the other is just like definitely i was under the impression that that body was alive and just under anesthesia probably because they probably can't harvest organs from a dead body right um i don't know too and ryu when they when they stole the kidney i mean they left him naked like they didn't even the fucking decency to put clothes clothes back on him no um he finds he breaks in and brutally murders them too fucks their shit all up yeah um and a pretty awful scene and you know those people i uh, just flat out deserved it yeah those, those, <laughs> they just flat out those deserved all that those, yeah. those, those black market organ dealers bad people definitely um definitely but, so but meanwhile uh yeah mr park has uh tracked down ryu's apartment and is Waiting there for him to come home as Ryu is waiting yes. for Mr. Park to try to kill him. Um, Ryu thinks he just missed it. He goes home. Mr. Park has rigged his door handle with electricity. So the minute Ryu touches his door handle to come in, he is electrocuted yes. to death and also killed. He's killed? I thought he was taken to the river and then killed. He was taken to the river and then killed. Yeah. That yeah. is very important. Yeah. He's taken to the river and then killed. He's he's knocked. Yeah, he is knocked unconscious. Yeah, um, and that's a great scene between the two of them too. Yeah, because it is a reckoning, and and no one walks away feeling like they've accomplished or no. like got got what they wanted. No, and maybe that's the the movie is like you know you could be as violent as you want, you can destroy anybody yeah, you want to destroy, but at the end of the day, that doesn't bring back revenge. Doesn't like heal. No, anything. Um, but yeah, the the. He kills Ryu uh, at that river where his sister and uh, Mr. Park's daughter is buried. Um, the 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 man who lives there with cerebral palsy is there and is wearing the necklace that his daughter was wearing in the mm, picture. Yeah, and that's where he finds his daughter's body. Uh, no, they already found the body. Oh, they already found the yeah. body. Yes, they. He realizes she's buried there. Uh, but then he turns around and Ryu's girlfriend's anarchist group has found him, has found him. Yeah. Um, beats him up, uh, to death, stabs him and they leave him dying by the river. And that is where the movie ends. Yeah. Again, you know, consequences, actions have consequences. Yeah. When the, when the the movie. movie ended like that, I was like, yeah, I mean, that's where it had to end. I should have seen that coming, but I still didn't. Yeah. It was still so shocking when the credits hit. And I was like, okay, so this feeling that I've been feeling this entire two and a half hours is um, where this movie's going to leave me. Was there not a scene where Ryu's sister was found by the disabled man by the river? Yes. There but was, because there was an autopsy. But I can't remember, like, what... Because there was an autopsy that were missing. See, it's it's you sons. It's you sons up. Yeah, because I remember Mr. Park was like, no, yeah. this is my daughter. I, right. I want to see and I want to know what happened to her and why she died. I think that was more of like, I need to know what happened to her. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, I I remember seeing that scene, but I can't remember like if it had any kind of like consequence to it or or what that yeah necessarily brought about. I I I guess like contextualizing a scene, I kind of remember seeing it's it's just kind of I mean for Ryu, the fact that he is killed in this movie, yeah. it is a little bit like well yeah, it's either you're gonna die or you're gonna go to prison. Right. And I like mean, maybe sentenced to death. I don't know what those laws are like I in mean, Korea, on, but like But honestly, he doesn't have a lot of options left. Like he's no. he's out of a job. Um every, everyone he loves is dead. Everyone he loves is dead. Like he's kind of left in this he he's also, down a kidney. Yeah, uh, he is also disabled. You know, it, this isn't like, oh, I could just run away and start a new life somewhere. I mean, he he could, but there are obstacles for him. Right. It's much that's it, not as simple. That's not an easy task for anybody, but much Let less alone someone who who can't communicate, who can't, yeah, who has hard time communicating. Uh, it's a devastating fucking movie. Yeah, it's really a bummer of a film. Beautifully done, beautifully shot, leaves you with um, like so many things to ruminate on about the nature of like vengeance and grief and revenge and like does that mean anything uh and some imagery that like again is so hard to get out of your head um it it's a it's a watch recommend this carefully to people would you say it's a morality tale because i would say that I normally, in the darkest way possible. Yeah, yes. normally when I think of a morality tale, I think of like a Tyler Perry movie. That's right. like, I mean, a lot of morality movies in America are tied to like Christianity, well, and purity, and yeah. these sorts of themes. This is like morality tale for the modern adult. Sure. Like, I mean, do it- you see how doing things unethically leads to failure? Because like. Had he not gone to this black market. I mean, ultimately, your demise. Yeah. yeah. Had he not gone to this black market, he would have had the kidney. He yeah. just would have needed the money, which there are ethical ways to make but money. But I, I also think more than a, like it's it's a really bleak view of the world because also I think morality tales like on like most horror movies are morality tales. True. Like, based in, in that again that's christian why i say it's value. almost like christian value because yeah, it's, like, it's mean, like the teen couple that has sex like they're, right, get, yeah, they're the killed makes right it to the right. end of the movie um no one in this movie is good but they're set up in a world where it's impossible to be good mm. um where where that's even harder yeah that's why i say um, like, it's like Ryu does that because it seems like at the time like he yeah, doesn't he have could, any options he could have waited but this was the option he had at the time like it, it seems like you know, the world has pushed him to this place. It- yeah, I mean, because like I said earlier, like when Ryu's with Yusan and they're like watching TV and it's fine, it's like, oh, actually, like, this is fine. Like, who did it hurt? Like, yeah, Mr. Park was like tied up to a pole for maybe a night, but okay, he survived. Right, like, no, I, I mean, it's a thing of like, you're a good man and that's why you have to die. Yeah. Um, He was doing that all to save his sister. Yeah. Um, Who was dying. Like it, it, it's, yeah, but how do you look in the eyes of a man whose eight year old is dead because of you and say, no, 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 you don't understand? Like I was trying to do, no, I mean the I, right thing. I <laughs> like, no, I I think Ryu feels. I mean, even before, like before, he, it's not like he doesn't have a guilty conscience. Oh, about totally, any yeah, of this. for sure. Um, it's not like he's not racked with guilt. These are these, all good people these, that made bad choices. That, that maybe that were pushed to make bad choices Definitely. by by unfortunate circumstances. It's like more than Yeah, a- I mean we're not even talking about like class being a big theme in this movie, of course. Yeah. 
um it it's <laughs> it's just uh more than that like a very um i don't know <laughs> realistic is a hard word to say but like bleak um unflinching view of of an unjust world yeah um and and what and what like humans are up against uh, yeah, you know, this actually, this conversation kind of reminds me of um, when I was in college, I got the opportunity to perform a couple of plays at a nearby um, prison. Yeah. It was a medium security prison, and we had a prison liaison because my school did like um, a program where some professors went to the prison to teach classes. And right. when you're done, like with your sentence, you could actually leave with an associate's degree. Like, you, right. you yeah, know, the yeah. idea is like true rehabilitation. Yeah. And, um, she, what she said, and I think about this all the time, she was like, look, every man that's in this prison broke the law. They did something wrong. They, you know, no one that was watching the shows were like violent crime. I, she kind of reassured us like, right. yeah. anyone who did anything like seriously that hurt somebody else doesn't get the privilege of watching theater. You know, right. this they're is not, a certain- they're, they're not a medium security prison. Yeah, yeah, but she said, you know, every single person in there did something wrong. No doubt they are guilty and they are serving their time. Yeah. But consider, imagine the worst thing you've ever done in your whole life. Like really think about what that is and imagine being punished for that every single day yeah. for years. Yeah. It's and I think that's really profound because those guys – Honestly, they were some of the best audiences I've ever performed for. Sure. Afterwards, we did Q&As. They had great questions. They were well-researched. Many of them had read the play. And we did Shakespeare. That like They were like, oh, we read this, and we studied this in our classes. Yeah. And it was like, damn, I kind of wish every audience was as compelled. But also, these guys, they have nothing else to do. Yeah. So I this is very interesting for them. And, you know, it's like, these guys are great and we got to meet them and shake their hands and get i mean we didn't ask like so any info you know but nothing sure jackassy like that but it really did kind of put into like a new perspective of like yeah right like these guys may have like you know robbed a gas station or something like that like you know of course they did something wrong but maybe they didn't have any other opportunities and maybe no. they were pushed yeah. to the i mean maybe not i, I don't want to speculate too much but I don't know. It just kind of gave me. A, a, I mean, yeah. The, the people have reasons for doing. And you know, some people are in prison for like really not that much. They just got paired up with a terrible yeah, person but, to represent them, or you know, there's any right. number of reasons why people sure. find themselves in tough situations. And we can't just assume the worst in people based on like the, the worst, worst thing, thing that they they've ever did. Like, why right. not judge people on the best thing they ever did? Right. Uh, yeah, it's But then again, like we don't think of OJ Simpson as like a great football player. Right. It's complicated. I mean, it's it's nuanced and I think this movie is uh an interesting character study and I think it's kind of interesting like who's right, who's wrong. I mean, no one really, but also no one really. It, it goes back to I mean, the title of Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Like yeah. anybody could be Mr. Vengeance and there's reason to have sympathy for everyone involved in in this horrible, horrible chain of events that have happened. Um, yeah, everybody was just like a victim of extreme circumstance. Extreme. I mean, and even like, I don't know. I don't know how, I mean, where this movie all starts off. I don't know how extreme it is. 
Um, That's true. It, it like, becomes I mean, extreme. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the stakes are high where his his sister desperately needs his kidney transplant yeah. that's that is an extreme circumstance but and that's a really good stake too because it's not just individual life or death it's life and death of somebody you really love yeah well yeah, yeah. someone you're dependent on and, and needs so, and, and i mean there's I mean, that, that too that is a that is the high stake that is kind of like an unfortunate i don't want to say rare but like you know, maybe not everyday circumstance. I mean, and you know had, what I did? There, there are a million people who need kidney transplants. Sure. And day. you know what I did think? I was like, man, if this movie took place like 10 years later, he could have started a GoFundMe. Sure. Fuck. <laughs> like he was so close Just to like. Just be on the internet, right? Because again, uh, they only needed like 8,000 something they USD. Could, like they, they could crowdfund that. Yeah. They probably could. I mean, <laughs> it sucks. Or, you know, they could have just. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the Korean healthcare system is, but if they have universal healthcare at post 2002, then uh, yeah. none of this is a problem. Uh, but yeah, so like that's the high stake that this starts off, but then the other one is not like got laid off from a factory job. Yeah, that's where this this chain of events started uh, is just a layoff. Yeah, uh, which is devastating and terrible, but not like that that unusual of a circumstance. Mm-hmm. These are just things that happen to people every day yeah um yeah it's just it's like just the shitty hand that you are dealt in by living in this world yeah uh and the choices you make or feel like you're pushed to make or have to make and and uh, i think much like some of those guys i met in prison you know one small like error in judgment can turn into another can turn to another right just yeah every every and then it's like well shit i'm i'm deep <laughs> i'm yeah. really deep into e- this in it, a way that i did not mean to be every action has a reaction like it, it actions co- have it, consequences yeah um that's what this movie's about and it's devastating and it will stick with you and we got two more yeah yeah i don't know anything about lady vengeance I don't know anything about Lady Vengeance. Have you have you seen Old Boy? Have you seen I parts of Old Boy? I have not. I'm familiar with the, what Old Boy is. I know what the plot is. The big like spoiler is kind of one of those that like sure, I heard yeah. about forever ago. There was a, do you remember there was like an American remake? Yeah, 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 with Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, I didn't realize that was her. Yeah, it was apparently terrible. Yeah, I, I mean that's that actually part of the reason why I haven't seen Old Boy is that for a long time I didn't know that there was an original, and I was like, oh, I just heard everyone just like fucking hated it. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So Old Boy was one of those movies that uh, when I went into film school, like mm. every like alternative They're like, you gotta kid was this. like, Old Boy's a movie. Old Boy's a movie. I've never watched it in full. Yeah. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Um, I'm looking this up, but Park Chan-woo, he certainly is like a Palm Door winner or some shit like that. Yes. Like, certainly. I mean, this yes, is like one a, of the best directors in the he world. He also did um, Decision to Leave, which is up for best foreign uh, picture I need to year. see that. Oh, um, and The Handmaiden. That's and the, the other. And The Handmaiden. Yes, Best Which direct- are two other yeah, great. Yes, uh, for Decision to Leave, he won um, at Con Best Director. And Decision to Leave, I've seen it very much like this. There are, it is a, it's a detective story and it's long and there, it feels like there are a couple different movies within one movie, a couple different stories that are being told. Mm. Um, and you do get these kind of like long scenes of like, what is going on here to these yeah uh these tough and i guess to be a completionist we also need to watch um his like first big commercial success film is called joint security era came out era joint security area area sorry i can't pronounce the korean words or the english words 
Um, but uh, apparently, so when this movie came out in 2000, it was like the highest grossing film in Korea. Like it was like the Titanic of Korea. Oh, wow. And actually like it was through the profit and like the goodwill that he and Song Kang-ho made yeah. making um, joint security area. Oh. They were able to fund and create this movie, which I guess it was received well by Korean audiences, but then Western it, audiences were like not into it at the time. I or, wonder. Or, or just didn't make it over for whatever reason. Yeah. I, I'm talking more about like the Rotten Tomatoes aggregate. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, I wonder like what, I, I know sometimes some publications will do like a revisit of uh, something that they reviewed prior to see like, have we changed sure. our opinion well, on this? I, I think there there are like decision to leave is another movie where I had to go back and kind of like reread the plot because mm. there there I felt like with that especially because it's a detective story and there are some like intricate plot pieces yes uh, to just in the nature of like the crime and what happened and you're seeing it from a couple different points of view um, that I had to go back and read so I wonder if that's like that where it's just like there there are things in the American translation. Of it all that get kind of lost or muddied and make it yeah, a little hard to Yeah, you get caught on file. like trying to remember somebody's name and then by the time you're kind of like caught back in, you're like, oh shit, I can't speak Korean. Wait, fuck, I need, I didn't read. Oh, wait, 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 yeah, wait, yeah. wait, damn it. I mean, I mean, clearly you heard that in the synopsis of this movie even. Definitely. I, I well, that's caught. also devastating. Like, you know, you get a phone notification. It's like, oh, let me just see what this is. And, and then you're like, like, wait, I don't understand Korean. Right. Well, I need to read. Yeah, you start hearing fuck, Wait, I was so, you know, because you get like... I don't have a problem watching foreign films. It's easy for me. I mean, I watch everything with subtitles. I think most people do anyway. At so this like, point, yeah. I, it's part of the practice, but then I do sometimes forget, forget, like, yeah. wait, sh- I don't speak this right, language at all. Read. I got yeah. so confident. Like, I know what they're saying. There, and then it's like, oh, no, I don't. There are a couple times where I was like, I'm just going to get up and grab a glass of water from the fridge. Or yeah, because like, I can yeah, hear my, the movie. It's my like, phone I get was it. like, who texted me? Do I need to respond? And then I was like, fuck, wait. I, I missed like three lines of dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Um, well, everyone enjoy. Yeah, if you're watching, it a- is a fucking good movie. It is. It is a movie. It I would is a recommend. Good movie, but- it is definitely a movie because I I kind of warned you. Like, listen, this it's a great film. Weirdly, like it is enjoyable. Sure, it's worth watching, but it is also like it's it's tough. And I I if you're not in a in a place to see that kind of devastation, it you might want to. Way to beat until you a watch this movie. A decent content warning on yeah, this, this motion it, picture. At the end of the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not an easy movie you to swallow, I'm, but, I'm gonna take, but worthwhile. I'm going to take a risk and say, I, I imagine our listenership, probably most of them ha- are familiar or have seen this movie. Yeah. Because this was recommended by many of our listeners on the Patreon. Yes. And it's, you guys are smart and you guys know. You're uh, grownups. But, you're grown up, but if you if you want to rewatch this movie and you feel like I'm a little fuzzy, I I remember, um, old way in these big action sequences. Um, this movie's a lot. <laughs> Definitely, but extremely effective, and God knows I will never forget. Never forget. I I may not ever watch this movie again, but that is not a comment on the quality of the film. Sure, I, yeah. In a fucked up way, I actually really love this movie. Um. Oh yeah, it, it's it's a beautifully told story about absolutely horrifying events. But yeah, um, and also now that I've had kind of a month to kind of simmer on it and sit on it, now like the initial shock of just what I was watching is kind of that like, ending hits you right in the gut. Woo! It was the double punch once again. Like the sister and you, son. Once they had died, it was kind of like, okay, well, I guess they could just fucking kill. 
I'm kind of no spoilers, but uh, I've been watching The Last of Us, of course. I think as most sure. of us have, and I there was an episode where I was like, I should just like not become too emotionally attached to anybody <laughs> yeah, in this fucking I, show. Yeah. Like I, uh, I need to learn my lesson. I mean, that's not how how things work. How storytelling, effective storytelling, sure, works. but it it's but, yeah. like mm, I guess I just need to be prepared well, emotionally I mean, if look, this is going to go down. I knew by the time those two things happened that uh, this you know this movie wasn't going to wrap up in a neat yeah. happy bow. But uh, yeah, that that ending still when those credits hit, I was still like, ooh shit. Uh, I still had, um, just a uh, pit in the middle of my stomach that yeah. I was like, oh, I'm yeah, going to watch is... these credits roll all the way through because I need some time to stare into the middle distance. Yeah, it's probably good we're recording a rough stuff immediately after this one because we kind of need like the aftermath, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just like the palate cleanser of like, let's switch gears. So yeah. everybody uh, take care of yourself with this one. Thank you for joining us on this yeah. super heavy movie. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SK underscore Griffith. Uh, yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Bridget tweets. That's uh, three T's right in the row, right in the middle there. Thank you to all of our um, patrons. Thank you for supporting. Thanks for listening in general, but yeah. especially if you're a Patreon um, supporter of small beans, like I said, I found this movie recommendation in the comment section of a Shooting Threes post. So engage, please comment. Um, a great reason to support the podcast. We read, we take that into consideration. Um, and y'all have turned me on to a movie that, again, weirdly, I, I truly enjoy. And yeah. um, I'm excited to be talking about these movies. It's just going to be a little, little heavy. little heavy. Little L- heavy little heavy. A little heavy on this one. But, uh, but great films. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Bye. Camera action. We're shooting threes, just SMB. We're gonna watch and review film trilogies. It's all for laughs, so just sit back. We're gonna drop hella dimes on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>